I would specifically ask if I'm a seller, are you going to be managing my account? And then if not, who is, or can you kind of outline the structure and who's going to be touching the campaigns or reviewing the campaigns? That's probably a key thing that I would ask just so you know what you're getting from the start. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe Shellerud, and I'm here with Matt from Ad Advance. So today, one topic that we really wanted to cover is for all those sellers who are out there looking for Amazon PPC support or an agency that they should reach out to, like, what are the key questions that we should ask? What are the key things that sellers should be looking for? Just taking a step back, like, I started out personally as a seller and actually grew my business and went to the point where I was looking for a different agency to manage my PPC and started going through the interview process. And during that time, I found out that what I was doing was actually more complex and had a little bit more strategy involved than what I was seeing in the market. And that's kind of how Ad Advance got started. And then Matt and I started digging into it. So we figured this would just be helpful because I know that many people are looking for PPC support. So figured we would just go through some common questions that we would ask, what's key things that we would look for, and then kind of take it from there. So, you know, Matt, if you're in the seller's shoes and you're going through and you're looking for an advertising agency like where do you start sure yeah so first i'd think about what's your budget and what sort of agency that you're looking for are you looking for a freelancer or an agency what are the needs of your business and then i'd check out the various platforms that these agencies and freelancers live on so upwork is a great source of sole freelancers independent freelancers if you want that one-on-one support and then there are a number of agency offerings out there. Uh, social media is a great place to look and, you know, dig into reviews or check the Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups and all that good stuff to find real experiences with these agencies from other sellers like you. Sure. Yeah. And, and I love how you kind of took it a step back because I was even like focused on agencies. But that's probably one of the, the key pieces to think through first is are you looking for an agency or a freelancer or maybe like somebody to just come in and look at the campaigns if you've got a decent hold of it yourself? You know, just kind of breaking down the different options. One is you're really well versed in Amazon advertising, feel good about the system that you've got, but maybe just want an outside perspective. So that could be a great point to like go through like something like Upwork and find a consultant that could come in and just do a quick review, point out different areas where you could improve campaigns. If you have a good system, but you just don't have the time available, a freelancer may be a great option. And so you can kind of train them in on your system itself and kind of direct them as they go, but you really own the strategy along with that freelancer that comes in. Yeah, I'd say agencies are a bit more structured too. So if you're looking for kind of somebody that could wear multiple hats, like maybe service a VA to an extent too, where they're building out custom reports in a format that you're used to, or yeah, I don't know, just more like support to your existing strategies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I agree. <laughs> and so for that, like when we're on, Matt and I are on multiple different calls with like prospective clients. And so we're always trying to analyze too, like what would be in this client's best interest overall? 
So if we talk to a client that has a really well-structured strategy that they want to implement, and maybe it's a little bit unique, but you can tell that they have huge ownership over it and don't want to deviate from that, what I would say is an agency probably is not the best route to go. And we've turned down multiple people just letting them know that, you know, you're probably going to want to hire somebody specifically for your team to implement these unique strategies that you want to implement. Because as an agency, we tend to provide more of a structured approach. We feel like it's a really well-rounded approach overall. But for those cases where you're really looking for something unique and you've already got the system built out, in those cases, a freelancer, just bringing somebody on the team. And if you have the time, you need the time to train them and everything too. But if you can do that, now you can own that specific process. But there's definitely a lot more time and structuring that's involved in that side. Agreed. Yeah. And I would say still look at agencies just because a number of them will provide free campaign audits. So that way you can get input on the structure that you have in place or the one that you want to put in place uh, from experts that are dealing with Amazon PPC day to day. You can bend their ear and just get input into specific objectives. Are you missing anything? Good to get that additional insight, especially at no cost. Sure. Sure. And I would say as you keep growing as a seller too, then the agency route becomes more and more the ideal route to go in yeah. my perspective. And the key reason is that for us, like we're able to dig into Amazon advertising day in and day out. This is what we do. And so we're able to find these small nuances or develop new different software, software packages that can take advantage of new features or find different integrations where we can get that extra edge. And so in those cases, I feel like starting to go with an agency that has some of these advantages that you can tell, you know, is really following along with new features, implementing these quickly, has well-rounded strategies, can be really helpful overall. Because if you don't have that, you could be missing out on different pieces. And personally, I know just trying to manage the seller side of the business and the advertising side of the business is really difficult. It requires two different skill sets. And that's the reason why I pivoted from the seller side into the agency side, just because for me, I'm much better at the data analysis, setting up the campaigns and everything else like that, which is where I chose to focus there. So as you keep growing, I would say looking for different ranges of specialties between them, like a one size fits all solution could miss different pieces. Yeah. Yeah, we see that all the time with the clients that we take on where they hire a full service Amazon agency that's wearing a dozen different hats. They're managing inventory, they're creating listings, they're managing advertising campaigns. And typically at least one of those arenas is going to fall short since they are out, they're all siloed activities. Obviously there are synergies between some of them, especially like listing creation and uh, advertising, but yeah, normally they fall short on the PPCN too, it seems like. Sure. Uh, hence why they're coming to us. But Yep. Yeah. And that's what we've seen. We have a lot of clients that reach out. They're looking for the one stop shop to do both account management and PPC. It's the reason why we've chosen as an agency just to focus on PPC, just because it requires so much effort just in itself to keep up with how quickly Amazon is changing. And I feel like if we tried to focus on all areas, we could do them well. But since we just focus on the advertising side, we can be experts yeah. in those areas. Exactly. So for a seller that 
has decided, you know, an agency is probably the best route to go. Like, so if you're sitting in their shoes, Matt, like what's some good questions that you've heard that you know that sellers are doing their research? Sure. Yeah. Um, I guess the first one that comes to mind, one of the more challenging questions to field on a lead call is what sort of results can I expect? Sure. Sure. How do you typically answer that? Uh, it's entirely dependent on where your business is at, what stage your products are in, what your key objectives are, and the level of optimization and utilization of strategies in your account. So it's very difficult to provide an accurate estimate on where we'll take sales or where we'll take ACOS. Really, you need to have an intimate understanding of campaigns. You need to deep dive into them, figure out where the low-hanging fruit is, what opportunities are on the table. That gives you an idea of where you can take things relative to the seller's objectives. And even then, like it's difficult to quantify because of all the externalities that can affect advertising, like seasonality or inventory issues, competitor price, you know, there are just so many different effects, external effects, outside effects that tie into advertising that going off, say, 30-day results or 60-day previous results and then projecting forward may re produce, you know, misleading estimates. Very difficult to provide an accurate projection. So what I'd look for would be input on how they structure their approaches, how they work with the seller to determine what the right approaches are, and then what sort of opportunities they'd recommend. What strategies do we do they typically use? Do they use every available feature? Um, are they using sponsored display product targeting? Do they use sponsored brand video? Yeah. Are they familiar with DSP? I think those are really good questions just to gauge the level of expertise and kind of sophistication behind the agency. Sure. And, and that's one key thing to look out for too when you're talking to different agencies or freelancers. If they're promising a ton and they don't even know how your account is structured, I would be, I would really question it. Because if they don't know where you're starting, like you could be starting in the best spot. You could have completely optimized ads and be good to go. And there could not be, there might not be any opportunity left because you're already implementing everything that's in place. What are they going to do on top of that? And so we have multiple clients that have come to us and they've been burned by previous agencies in the past who promised all these great results. And then you start asking about it and it's like, yeah, they didn't even do a review of my account. They didn't even know where I was starting. And so, I mean, if we're going to be honest, like how, how would you project results if you don't even know what your starting point is? So if you're ever talking to anybody that you're interviewing for an Amazon PPC agency and they're promising these awesome results and they don't even know where you're starting, I would really question that. Totally. And that's why it's such a good question too. It's a really good barometer of their transparency. What you should really be looking for when you ask that question is, how forthcoming are they? Are they talking out of their rear or are they being forward with you? Sure, sure. Yep. And then the, the other item too is like with Amazon advertising, it is just one piece of the bigger seller pie where there are so many different external factors too. And the product listing reviews, are your main products in stock? Like all these items can have huge impacts on your advertising results as a whole. So, yep, it is always a very tough question to gauge. So it typically, you know, if somebody is really looking for kind of an in-depth analysis on what to expect, that next step that we do is we'll do a full account review and we can, 
we can outline different opportunities that we're seeing and kind of gauge in levels like, hey, you've got a huge amount of opportunity here. Or there's been other instances where the client is doing everything right. And so, you know, instead of taking them on and charging the money to keep doing what they're doing well, there's been instances where we've turned down clients because they're doing so many things right that, yep, we could come in and probably tweak some items, but they've got most things nailed. That's not usually the case, but that definitely does happen too. And so without somebody doing a prior review, if they're giving you projections on you're going to 4X sales and I'm going to cut your ACOS at the same time, I would be highly skeptical overall. So that's probably one of the bigger red flags I'd look out for. Totally. Yeah. You need to find somebody that treats your ad spend as if it was their own and somebody that tells you the truth at every step of the way. You know, you're looking for a partner in this and not just you know, offloading a piece. I know like obviously the time savings are a major component of it, but yeah. you need to find somebody that wants to create value month in, month out and sees the value for, for you. For sure. Yeah, definitely agree. Another awesome question that I would ask from the seller perspective is who is going to be managing my account? And do you outsource some of the work for the account? I mean, so we've seen multiple people who have also gotten burned by this, where they think they're signing on with somebody who they're talking to and is usually selling them to join the agency and then find that a lot of the work has been outsourced and it's not even done with that person that they initially talked to. I mean, so Matt, any examples there, things you'd look out for, key, key items to dig into the, on that question? What would you say to that? Yeah. I mean, so, so personally for us, like if somebody is on a call with Matt and I, so all of our account execs, anybody who's touching the account is all in our Duluth, Minnesota office. We don't outsource whatsoever. So I would specifically ask if I'm a seller, are you going to be managing my account? Yeah. And then if not, who is, or can you kind of outline the structure and who's going to be touching the campaigns or reviewing the campaigns or pulling reports or whatever else, I would really dig into the structure overall. And if some of those items are outsourced, that's fine if you're comfortable with it, but you should definitely know from the start. And so that's probably a key thing that I would ask, just so you know what you're getting from the start. Totally, yeah. And just as a follow-up, like if they are outsourcing, then can you have a conversation with the person that they're outsourcing it to? Sure. You want to have a direct line of contact into the person that's managing your campaigns. They're the ones making the moves. You need to know who they are, what their level of expertise is. So that's one of the cool things that we do since everybody is in-house in our office. Oftentimes we'll bring the account executive, if Joe or I are handling the call, onto a call with us. So that way the person can get firsthand experience with who they'll be dealing with the majority of the time. Yeah. Obviously we're a team and we collaborate, we all work together. Um, but you know, their our account executive, their dedicated rep is the person that's doing the vast majority of work in their campaigns and then everything else is still in-house out of our office. Sure. Which, I don't know, it just adds a ton of value. Sure. Yep. Yep. And and another good piece that Matt emphasized too. This is just our personal perspective. But what we've seen is the more handoffs you have, like, so if you're communicating with one person, but another person is doing it, there can be 
breakdowns in communication yeah. along the way. And so that's why we've structured our team where the account exec who is working with our clients is managing everything for them, whether it's sponsored ads or DSP. They're the single point of contact. They're responsible for executing any changes that we're making to the campaigns and overall responsible for all the results that come from those campaigns. So we found that it's much easier versus trying to segment these different areas. And then you could have these breakdowns in communication and not core responsibility on one person. Again, there's other structures. So I'm not saying that this is the exact right way to go for every case. Right. It's just personally what we found and what we like to do with our agency overall. Yeah. So, you know, another question that I get quite a bit is like, personally, we have in-house software that we develop. We, we develop all of our own software in-house. So um, question would be like, what software do you use? What automation do you use? How much do you touch the account manually? Like, you know, what are key things that people should be looking for there? Any potential red flags or I guess just other items to be aware of as you're going through the process? Yeah, that's a really important question. There are kind of, I mean, there are three kind of preferred options there depending on the seller. Some people are leery of any tech, others want, you know, extensive use of it and then somewhere in between, you know, like a mix of both. So in my opinion, I would always opt for an agency that does have tech behind them. They leverage software to manage accounts, but it's very important how they use it and where they draw the line with it. There's some things that should never be automated. There's some things that you shouldn't use software for. PPC is part art, part science, and algorithms aren't great at creating art. That's where like having a hand in your campaign, somebody that's looking at it in real time, day to day, every day in your account, checking on things, finding new ways to create value, I think is super important. On the opposite end of the spectrum though, if you only have a human behind it with no tech, there are just built-in limitations to what they can do. Like I can go and I can look at results in the ad console. I can look at 30-day results and set the perfect bid for a keyword. But as soon as you shorten your date range to seven days or extend it to 60 days or longer, that bid's going to change as the variables change. So that's where algorithms can have a huge advantage. They can look at lifetime data or an infinite number of periods, regress those variables and figure out what the perfect fit is, what the perfect bid is based on a much larger picture. It's just, you know, I'm not a huge fan of software as a service. I wouldn't lean on tech exclusively. Um, having that experience pro behind your campaigns and trying to find the next thing to take advantage of or find exceptions that software would be slower to react to, I think is critical to having truly optimized campaigns. Yeah, yeah. And again, this is our perspective overall. So there's going to be a lot of different, a lot of different scenarios where where these different options make sense yes. you know so for like ppc automation or software as a service there's a lot of great providers out there i think probably the key area where i see people falling short is not understanding you have to input goals and usually it's ones like a cost target and so what i'll see is people will input like they're running at a 40 percent a cost and then they put in a cost target of 10 percent and what the software does is it crushes bids. When it crushes bids, you lose impressions, and then they see a sales just plummet, and then rankings plummet along with that. And so with software as a service, with these different providers, I would say 
you definitely have to make sure you do a lot of education to understand how the goals that you set impact what actually happens behind the scenes to make sure that that's the key outcome that you want. And so I feel like that's that's one of the major areas I personally see is in the goal setting process when working with these automated platforms, just not understanding or being able to tie it back to the bigger picture on how all these variables tie together. And there's trade-offs within PPC for whatever strategy we take. Yeah. And I would say campaign setup and how you structure campaigns and segment targets is super important too, and not just leaning on software to do that for you. Like the segmentation of branded keywords from category keywords is important. And then even within like general category keywords, a keyword like camping accessories is going to convert very, very differently than two-person blue camping tent, you know, for that product. Sure. And so just, I could go down a major rabbit hole here <laughs> with uh, with how you set up campaigns. I'll just leave it at that and say it matters a lot towards the long-term optimization of your campaigns too. So I wouldn't lean on tech to structure campaigns and seed them with the right keywords. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that that's where we really fall in the combination of the two and really drawing a clear line in the sand. What do we incorporate in our software and what do we do manually? Like Matt said, if you're trying to do everything manually, I, there's just so many moves to make, so much data to take into account that I think you're setting yourself back. Typically, when I see people who are leery of software, it's because they've been burned by using software. And so I personally, I think it's just trying to find a good balance. If you're using software automation and it's working for you, that is awesome. If you would take the time to like really dig into how these goals are the goals that you set interact with your overall results and what's going to happen. This can be a great route to go. It's going to be cheaper usually than working with an agency. So definitely a good route to go there. But taking it back to the, you know, the main question for an agency, especially if you're a larger seller, like, I think you, you definitely need some tech in the background. But then I would just get a very clear definition of how that's used. Make sure that it's not just set on autopilot. You need that combination of the hands-on experience, hands-on review, along with bid algorithms, placement adjustments, solid reporting. So that's another key piece that I would take into account. Totally. Yeah. And then, you know, probably a final item that we can talk through is like general pricing structure and what we see throughout the market. So maybe Matt, can you walk through a couple different options, how agencies typically price themselves out? Yeah. So a lot of agencies will use variable pricing models where they set their rate as some fixed value plus a percentage of ad spend or a percentage of ad sales. And that's really prevalent across the industry. It seems like percentage of ad spend is a really common variable rate that people utilize. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, the other option really, unless I'm missing something, would be a fixed rate structure like sure. we charge. Sure. Yeah. And for that variable rate, so in theory, it's great because you can scale up spend and add sales and everything else. And then the agency makes more as they scale up spend and then the seller is getting more of a benefit because they're seeing the results from that scale up and spend. Personally, we go for just a flat fixed rate model. With DSP, it gets a little bit muddier. We won't dig into that as much, but in general, we want to keep a fixed rate model for us. The reason that we use fixed rate is that 
say we take over a larger account and they're already spending a good amount and they've got a good structure in place. They've spent years building up the products and everything. Like personally, for me, it feels weird charging on that full amount of spend. And for some of the larger sellers that we work with, it's actually easier in some aspects if they have a ton of spend coming in because we're getting so much data, we can make really solid moves. Whereas if you're not spending as much, it can actually be trickier on the PPC side. And the other key reason why we stick with a fixed rate model is that it can incentivize you to try to increase spend overall. So like for instance, we had one client who came to us and she was going to go out of stock and her advertising provider recommended that they keep advertising, yeah. which doesn't make sense. And as we dug into it, she was saying, well, they're incentivized as a large percent of spend. And so it's just that conflict of interest that we want to avoid as much as possible. Personally, for us, we use a fixed rate model. It's not as common and there's downsides to each approach. But typically, I'd say it's usually a percent of spend or a percent of sales, maybe with like a base fee to it. Right. Or you have the other option where it's just a fixed monthly rate kind of set based off where your account is, number of SKUs, number of markets, and we just kind of scale up or down from there. Yeah. And one thing that I'd look forward to anytime you're working with an agency that has a fixed rate model like us would be what's the term of the contract too. So we have month to month agreements. Um, so in terms of like incentives, sometimes we're asked that question, like with a fixed rate, how do we align incentives? Sure. Well, we're month to month. And so we need to create value above our rate in each successive month. If we want to retain you as a client, that's great at aligning incentives. If somebody has a fixed rate in a six month term, you kind of lose that. Yeah. So I'd make sure to check term along with what the incentive is, uh, yeah. the comp structure is. For sure. Yeah. And that, that's a great point. So if you're looking to sign on with an agency and they have a really long commitment model, um, you know, in some aspects, I understand it because when we initially set up campaigns, there's some variation from the start. And there can be other items like seasonality that comes into play. Say if right. we just started somebody up right after Prime Day and they're comparing week over week results and the week after Prime Day doesn't look as good. I mean, that makes sense overall <laughs> just because you don't have that large sales spike. So some agencies will set these longer term commitments just to make sure that we can get through the initial variability and keep everybody focused on the long term. And that I definitely understand and agree with. It's when you get into these really long commitment periods that I would make sure that there's other incentives in place too. So you don't get locked into somebody who's charging you a monthly fee, but isn't providing that value that you're looking for. That's why we, we structured it month to month. Um, it is a big incentive for us. To, we, we have to make sure that we're giving our clients a good financial return every month that we're optimizing. I'm sure we're leaving some money on the table from the fixed rate and the month to month model. But in general, if we have a client who doesn't feel like they're getting a solid return on their advertising, like the last thing I'd want to do is lock them into a contract or something. So again, not bashing any of the models whatsoever. They all make sense in their own right. I would just make sure that you've got a good understanding and then also kind of talk through the incentive structure and make sure that you're aligned from the start. So whatever your agency is doing completely aligns with your goals overall as a seller. Totally. Yeah. 
So any last words on, you know, things to keep in mind when looking for an agency or somebody? Yeah. How about we just hit a quick summary sure. of different items. So anytime you're having a conversation with an agency, a freelancer, one of the first things that I'd look for would be full transparency. Like how forthcoming do they seem? How honest are they? What are they promising? What aren't they promising? Can you trust this person? Because ideally they'll be a long-term partner with you for many, many months to come. I'd also gauge them based on their expertise. Ask them questions about advertising, what features they use, what advertising types they use, and how they perform in general. Ask them, you know, specific advertising related questions see to see how well they know the concepts. Obviously pricing we covered. Mm -hmm. And so ask them questions about term and how they structure their rate agreement and how that aligns incentives between your success and their success. Sure. What else would you add? And then the, the one other major item is like the process. So what tech do you use? How do you differentiate between what you do manually and what happens automatically? All those pieces to definitely take into account too, to make sure that you're fully aligned on how optimization is done, how frequently is it done, who's doing it, what's the separation between software and support that you get and just making sure that you're aligned overall. So these are just some questions that I would ask. They're probably some of the key ones that I would approach as a seller talking to an agency. And there's going to be many different takes on this. Again, not trying to bias you to what we do because there's many different scenarios on how all these other situations really make sense. And there's a lot of great Amazon PPC agencies out there. So yeah. You know, if you're looking for somebody to optimize your campaigns, definitely reach out to us, but there's other great options too. And depending on the scenario, the situation, what you're looking for, yeah, there, there's a wide variety. So we've got a lot of options as sellers, which is, which is great. So overall, we're going to wrap this up, but thanks again for listening to this episode of the ad project podcast, and we'll see you next time.